Awesome. That was it? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. Awesome. So, what's up, Corbin? What's going on, man? How you going? Um, so, welcome to Unzipped. Um, it's just kind of like a podcast-ish show. Um, get to know the people from fucking Florida. Yeah. Basically. Is and it cool if I cut a little bit while I do yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, no, cool. for sure. So, just like all the other guests, I don't know jack shit about you. Um, that's why, I mean, I'm here to learn and figure out um, how you got into this and yeah. why do you do what you do. Um, so, I think getting your background would be pretty dope. I don't know if you want to start with that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I started uh, in high school. I started making clothes. That was, like, the first, like, creative endeavor I ever did. It was, like, I was, like, distressing jeans and eventually I got a sewing machine and then uh, I started repairing them and uh, doing patchwork and all sorts of stuff like that. I did that for, for several years, like more than several, uh, I guess like several, it was like six or seven years I did that for a while. And then uh, when like Corona happened, I was stuck at the house during like quarantine and shit and yeah. I got bored so I wasn't really like having as much fun sewing I mean like I couldn't make myself clothes to go out with you know what I mean yeah, yeah. like I was stuck at home so um what I started doing is I got into paper mache is I I watched a few videos on YouTube and I um I just had newspaper laying around and all you need is like newspaper flour water and salt and like that's all I used and I just uh made a bunch of sculptures like that and uh eventually I got maybe like 10 10 to 15 sculptures in with paper mache and I was like okay what did you cool. start with like uh what it was that one right over there it was a Jesus head okay yeah that was the first ever one I made and then I made was there inspiration like, for the first 10 or was it just yeah like... yeah I was kind of like I was I was really into like uh, spirituality and images of like, uh, gods and, um, it, it kind of, it kind of correlates to like tattoo art as well. And I was getting tattooed a lot at that time. Um, and I don't know, I was just really into like the, uh, the, the spirituality aspect of, of it all as well. I was kind of, you know, I was trying to meditate and do all kinds of mm. Stuff like that, like seeking, and uh, so that's kind of why I was doing those sort of stuff, like those motifs as my first few sculptures. Okay. And then my first sculpted sculpture with clay was uh, that shrunken head right there. This one? Yeah. That one I sculpted with clay, molded with silicone, and then um, cast with polyurethane resin. So it's plastic. Shit. So it's solid plastic. And here, damn. You, can, you could. Here. <laughs> <laughs> oh that one there i was looking at the green one okay awesome oh my god so that's real horse hair that i glued on as well and um i hand painted it and wow you know i didn't really know much about painting at the time but Wait, were I you tried good it. at drawing no i can't really draw at all i'm like not very good at drawing but when i started playing with clay i was like oh i mean you know it's like different i'm i felt like more confident with it and um it just it just stuck with me more and i was able to work with it more Shit. and uh that was my first one and from there i was like okay like i'm just gonna scale up 
and just going to start doing this on, you know, a larger scale and learn how to make a wearable mask. Mm. And then that was like kind of what I started trying to learn next after that. Um, my first wearable mask attempt was a failure. I like bought that head form over there. The it's that gray bodice thing that the demon mask is sitting on. That's a de- oh okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So that one, uh, I bought that and I bought a bunch of clay mm-hmm. and um, I sat there sculpting this thing, like just kind of like learning how to sculpt. Really learning a bunch of techniques for a few months. I sat on this one sculpt like two yeah. months and I. Like, normally, nowadays, I wouldn't take that long on a sculpture. Like, I would hope not to, at least. Uh, but like, now now where are you at? Like, how long does it take to finish? It, it does depend. Like, there might be a time where I'd, like, it, it could take a few months to finish something. But, it like, now that would probably be a really large-scale piece. Because mm. I could finish a piece, if there's pressure to finish it, I could finish it in, like, a few days to a week including like molding and casting and painting and all that Mm. but it also depends on how the weather is outside because i work outside a lot and if it's raining and if it's horrible weather that kind of does stop me from getting certain things done because i could do a lot of work from inside right but like i paint everything outside i do the mold making outside like uh, i can only do so much in here and it gets messy too so i don't want to do it all in here so, um, is most of your work now like currently, um, client based or is it just, you're just creating a lot create? of it is client based. Um, I do get commissions a lot. Uh, right now at this moment, I finished all commissions that I've had for a while and I'm just working on my own stuff, mm-hmm. which is like refreshing. Cause that's kind of why I started is to just make my own right. stuff that I want to do. But, uh, this year. I'm going to try to make, like, 2023, I'm going to try to make uh, my first creature suit. Like, so I'm not going to just do a mask. Like, the first creature suit, when I say suit, it'll it'll still be modular. Like, I'll do it in arms, legs, torso, Mm -hmm. and head. So it won't be fully, like, a zip-up suit yet. But eventually I'll get to that point. But, um, yeah, I'll start casting my body parts. Like, I'll have (laughs) help, of course. I can't do it alone. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll have a couple of friends come over and help me cast my, you know, you know, each part, leg, arm, torso, whatnot, and then make a plaster copy of it like I've done in the past with my, um, with my face. I did a face cast. Oh, shit. I had a friend of mine help me do it. It kind of makes you look dead because yeah. it brings <laughs> your, your facial features down. The gravity of the material makes your face droop. So it, it looks more like a death mask than it does a life mask. Yeah. But what you could do is you could go in and you could fix it up with, uh, if you were to do a clay pour, like I could, I can make a clay version of this as well. And mm. then go in and re-sculpt, make my eyes open and make it look like I'm alive again. And, um, I'm going to end up doing that with my body parts as well. Just making plaster impressions of them so I can go in and then sculpt on top of them. That's badass. And that's exactly what this is right here. There's another plaster cast of my face underneath here. And that's what I'm sculpting on top of. You can see my eyelids underneath there. Oh, shit. And, um, so this started, this stemmed from just like this one. Right. Okay. So I glued it to the board and then I just started sculpting away at it. And this has been sitting here for like a year now. I haven't 
uh, finished it or molded it or anything. It's getting dusty too. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it at some point this year. Sometimes it's just a lack of um, funds for materials. Like mm. I'll have materials here sitting sitting around, but um, it does take a lot of more materials to make a full mask than it would like a small mold of like um this is a oh sorry no you're good, you're good. this is a this is a wound okay. actually this is a, a flat mold of a wound so you sculpt it flat and um you put some latex in here and then when it dries you pull it out and then it's like negative it's a negative impression of it Shit. so you would you would be resulted with a little scar prosthetic that you could glue down and paint and it would it would um this would be like a prosthetic makeup right so i'm i'm also learning makeup effects as well it's not only just masks it's um it's pretty much anything i've and done so, props as well too just like damn. static props that don't move <laughs> but you know and do you have like a like a like a niche character that's completely yours where it's um, not I like to I like to do just like generic monsters sometimes. I haven't yeah. made myself a real like mascot yet, but yeah. I, I think eventually I I'd like to. I haven't I haven't explored that yet. But that that is something I've thought about, you know. Just making that's like dope. my own character. But yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I attempt to do with these is just make like my own like demon and zombie and like, you know, I've made a bunch of zombies at this point. But that's like one of my favorite things to do is like dead dead stuff. I mean, from what I from what I can see, this does stem from old films, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. These these ones I like to make these a lot just because they're fun to paint the creature from the Black Lagoon. Hmm. I sculpted that one last year and it's just a latex mini mask just for display like that. Yeah. Now that one's, that one's the first copy I finally decided to keep. I've hmm. made a whole bunch of these over the year that I've been making them. And so, so how, how'd your parents feel when, when you were doing this? Cause I mean, me with YouTube, even that, like I feel a little insecure to bring up to my parents. So, like, how was that process, you in high school? Were you open about this? Yeah, my my mom uh, has craft supplies laying all over the house. Like, she does mosaic work, and uh, she used to do scrapbooking. She, she makes cards now. She does all sorts of crafts. So she encouraged it, like, very highly. Hmm. Uh, my dad is a guitar teacher, so... Even though it's not necessarily craft based, he's um, he's very encouraging of like any creative endeavor I've always done. So both of them have been very on board with pretty much everything that I've done creatively. It's just they want me to, uh, you know, they want me to make a living at it. It's not right. just like, oh yeah, no, that's great, but it has to like pay too. Yeah. So I've always tried to like in a way monetize what I'm doing. Not necessarily because, like, I want to monetize everything, but, like, you know... It yeah, has, it comes with it. Yeah, you got to pay the bills somehow. Yeah. <laughs> and it's more fun than doing, like, a day-to-day -day job because, you know, I with this stuff, I've been making as much as I could off of, like, a, a part-time, which is, like, great, you know? Yeah. Like, I was working part-times, and, like, I hated it. And, you know, I was looking forward to a time where I could, like just work on my stuff and make it work you know yeah and yeah. uh you know it it has its slow points but 
like when I look at the numbers over the year, I'm like, damn, like I'm I'm making it work. You see you progress. Know? Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I get paid more off of this than I ever could have off of clothing. Cause hmm. like it's more niche. It's a yeah more specialty kind of thing, you know, you yeah. don't you don't come across uh people that are, are sculpting like commission work for people every right. day you know yeah, the clothing brand stuff is pretty All oversaturated the time. yeah there. at this point especially maybe like 10 years ago it wasn't quite as bad mm -hmm. but like it was still very saturated then but it's like it's boomed yeah it's boomed a lot yeah and th there's nothing wrong with that well i mean you it know, does kill the quality of yeah you know you know it, it, clothing. it's just that what yeah it's when there's so much in the same market it kind of like it's like everyone is grabbing for your sales and attention. It's like, right. where do you give it to? Like, wh what's the genuine brand that I want to give my money to nowadays? Exactly, yeah. You know, it's like, that's kind of why I fell back on that. And I'm like, I'm just going to do art. I just want to be an artist, you know? It's like, there's more of yourself in it. And um, I think people can like understand and see that. It's People are way more receptive to art than like just like money grab clothing I don't know. Like, no, no, I understand, hundred percent. Um, so, uh, my girlfriend here told me that you actually were at Art. What is it? Art Basel, Art Basel. Um, uh, I didn't actually this year. I didn't do any Art Basel stuff. But um, well, what which which event were you talking about? Oh no, I didn't say anything. It was Art Basel. I think mm -hmm. you have like an opinion on Art Basel. Oh, the, op oh, yeah, the opinion. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Oh, all right. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I yeah, no. I, I think a lot of people that live around here just have started to feel like Basel isn't really like a uh, a genuine thing anymore. It's more oh, no. of like I've always hated that. Yeah, shit. yeah. <laughs> At one point it was cool, but it's now it's like a total marketing ploy yeah. for big companies to like just throw parties and just make extra money. Hundred percent. I don't know. I I don't see even like people that I know thriving during Art Basel very much anymore. Like, it used to be pretty big for locals, but now it seems, like, harder for locals to even throw events down here. Hmm. It's, like, not centered around them. Yeah, that's a good point, honestly. Yeah. That's just from my perspective. No, I think, you yeah, know? you are right. Because I, I was invited to certain events. I was invited to one event to vend, and it ended up getting canceled. I wasn't able to go anyway, because I, uh, you know, I've been taking care more of my mom since she broke her elbow, okay. the, uh, the, you know, a couple of weeks ago. But, you know, that's, uh, that's that's been keeping me home a little bit, but it's not too bad. I'm a family guy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah. And, um, fuck, I can't remember. The, I had a, another topic. Um, yes. Th thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, so I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? What do you? How do you feel about that? Uh, at first, I felt like generally like how most people feel about it. Like it's kind of like, oh, it's not really that cool. It's kind of like whatever. And I saw a point actually yesterday that somebody brought up that he was saying uh, a lot of people that are now anti-AI that are taking this anti-AI stance, uh, he was calling them hypocrites because... Uh, a lot of the people like me that make masks of uh, characters that exist in movies or TV shows, for example, he was pointing out that we didn't, uh, or people that do it weren't 
the ones that designed it. So to create stuff and sell it in a way is is hypocritical. That was his stance. Yeah. I could understand that, but at the same time, a real person sat and made it. So it, it's not 100% how I feel because uh, AI is only pulling from other artists' art. Yeah. So, you know, if you're the one that's creating the stuff and it's like you're, you're creating the pool that AI is pulling from, then I think it's valid to feel like it's unfair that like AI is taking credit for like work that you in a way had something to do with because mm-hmm. think about it AI is pulling from all these places like who's to say that they didn't pull like the eyelid that you sculpted on something right. from an image or you know like it's very specific stuff like that it could yeah. be more broad I feel like the cup co- the copyright laws are gonna have to yeah have to be rewritten after this that it's gonna make them very intricate and and complex and and people aren't even going to know how to make laws like about it like similar to how crypto is it's it's such a new like un like people don't understand it yet i feel like crypto is over with yeah i don't that's a whole other thing i I never was a big crypto guy I, i traded like a tiny bit and i was like i'm i'm not gonna do this anymore it sounded like a good idea at first but after the years went on it's just like I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Like maybe for drug dealers, I guess, if you don't right. want your, your shit registered or. Right. It's but. just interesting now seeing how, like, I have a friend doing an NFT project and he keeps me kind of up to date with all this stuff. And it's it's interesting seeing how uh, people value art tied into this currency that like you don't even understand yet. And it's yeah. like, you don't even know if it really has a value, you know, <laughs> exactly. it's like. Because gold has value and like the, the, the tangible dollar has value because it's tied to a tangible thing. When it's a non-tangible, non-fungible thing, it's kind of like, where does the value stem from then? Right. You know, I get, I get the idea that it's a created coin. It's mind. It's, it's energy that was actually mined. It's not nothing. You know, I have a very vague understanding of it, but it's also like, you know, why is it valuable? Like, I don't know. Yeah, that, that makes my head hurt. <laughs> I don't really like all that shit. But um, yeah, I think AI as a whole is just gonna strip uh, creativity away. Cause I mean, now now you can uh, have an AI engineer your music. Oh yeah, um, I've, so yeah. I just think it's taking it's it, like. I really feel like we are going down that path where you're just going to hear cyberpunk music at, I, yeah. at some point. I think, I think uh, it serves a purpose, though. It, it's a, it, ha- it has a purpose. It's like a tool. If you use it like a tool, you know, if it's not, I don't think it's something that'll really replace artists. I think it's something that you could use to maybe it might replace certain jobs, but like the artist will always still have a purpose and a place, in my opinion. I mean, I, I kind of, the way I see it is like a calculator. Like they right. invented the yeah, calculator exactly. and it first started off as a tool, right? right? Eventually, like now, do, do you mm. even do you even actually do math? You I'm, a calculator. I'm the wrong person to ask. I'm well, I, I definitely. I'm horrible at math. I yeah. use a calculator. So I feel right. like that's, it's going to end up being a backbone for a lot of these people that want to hop into creative endeavors. There's like, what do I, what do I even, I yeah. can just use AI, you know? Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. It's like it's a tool but then people are going to rely on it too much yeah Yeah, it's a good point 
Yeah. Um, it's just so new now that we don't know where it, where 100%. it's going to be in five to ten years even. Yes. And I think, you know, it'll probably advance really far in that in that time frame as well. But, uh, you know. I mean, it's speeding up. Like, the, just the, la- the last, what, three, two months, it was nowhere near where we're at now. Right. It's, like, really, like, morphing images yeah. everywhere. I've seen. It's, so it's yeah. speeding up. It is. Yeah. Technology is always advancing at, like, a crazy pace. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I don't see myself using AI really anytime soon. Yeah. I don't really have a use for it. I'd rather... I'd rather just spend money to hire a concept artist in that yeah. sense because that's something I want to do is like I have friends and like people that I look up to that I like their concept art and I'd like I'd love to hire them instead of just getting a cheaper AI image that I don't know I, right. it lacks hmm. a human touch exactly yeah, there's yeah. something about it that I love the human touch where you look at it in person and you could see little brush strokes or you could see like sculpt marks, right? Yeah. You know, it makes it <laughs> kind of more beautiful in a sense. You know, yeah. you look at old. This is something that every sculptor says, but it's true. Is you go to a museum and you look at old statues and you go up close to them, and there's little marks and like things that are not correct or not correct, but not perfect about it. Right. But then you look from like a little bit far away, and it's like it's perfect. You know, it, but it has that human touch. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it it has that value to it. It's, right. it's harder. It's hard to explain, you know. No, it's, no, hundred percent. Some people, some people don't really care about that, and they like, they do digital art, and digital yeah. art is great. I love digital art, but it it also sometimes starts to look the same, like mm. a lot of it starts to blend together, and I can't tell who did what. It's like, oh. That was from Nomad, or that was from Blender. I could tell that, <laughs> but I don't know who did it. Like, it doesn't really have, like, a yeah. style you know, to me. The cool thing about that is that artists can tell that, but the consumers can't. Yeah. Which is, like, I've always been, like, because, you know, I can see if someone's using, like, a GoPro to right. shoot their shit or, or a fucking, I don't know, webcam. Right. But the consumer doesn't care about that. No, Which is, no, like... No. It goes over their heads. Yeah. They're not looking for that, you know? It's like, they're not looking to see, uh, oh, you know, like, who made this Halloween mask? Yeah. Or like, when you watch a movie most of the time, you're not watching it like, oh, who designed that crazy creature? Exactly. Like, that's kind of more like You uh, have to be fanatics. an artist yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're either a really, really big fan or you do <clears throat> it. Like, you make that. Mm-hmm. So, you know it's uh that's that goes along with like everything like yeah my dad can't listen to music because he's a guitarist so he listens to stuff and he he's the most opinionated person you've ever heard talk about a song there you go you know <laughs> so um and i wanted to ask about the the ftp mask yeah that's that's pretty here dope. i have a, a blank copy of it over there if you want to uh, bring it in over here it's right i never know that. where to look at it's behind that zombie over there oh shit yeah okay. How, I'm scared of. Can I no, just, no, yeah, grab it. It's it's rubber. It's like good. from the top. Yeah, 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 grab it. Okay, go for it. It's durable, dude. All right. Yeah. Here you go. So this is uh this is a blank copy that I made for myself just to display. Uh, he but this hi- was commissioned. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He hired me to make one copy, and 
this is just this this copy is just for me to keep you know because mm -hmm. uh you know what's a good mask maker if he doesn't display his own work you know <laughs> but uh yeah this is an old cartoon character from the rocky and bullwinkle show it's boris badenov and um yeah he uh a friend of mine sent me zach's instagram post asking like oh who can make me a mask so mm. i i responded and i was like oh i uh i could do that so you know he um he ended up hiring me we went we talked on email for a little and he hired me and then we we made the mask and uh i sent it off and uh yeah that was that and now a lot of people are are responding to it and, and like it a lot it's also the first time I've ever seen somebody make a uh, Boris Badenov latex mask. Hmm. I've seen the plastic, like, old school ones before. Right. Like, I think I found one or two of those. But I don't think I found anybody else that ever made a latex Boris Badenov mask. But, I mean, uh, Zach FTP has been making all these Boris things, like, a, you know, like chains you know like t-shirts mat like uh pullover masks yeah. like everything with boris so you know it's not it's not necessarily even my idea it was just uh i just executed it you know yeah he did at, when he asked he wanted it sounded like he what he wanted was more of like half mask like lit like more of like the plasticky oh and with uh yeah with that with like string. yeah yeah and then he ended up having somebody else make one but I didn't think that that would really flatter the design very well, so I just took it upon myself to make it a full head. Mm. And he sent me 3D renderings of the Boris, and it had the full head sculpt, so I said, I have reference to work off of. You know, I'd rather do it like that. You know, it's got this hat. Right. If you were to make it half, it would just be so... It's just awkward on mm -hmm. the face like that. But if you make the full hat, you know... I'll put it on. Yeah, it looks better like that. Yeah. It actually fits, and I could see through the under the eyes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cozy mask. <laughs> that, that, that's better than the plastic shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really like those vacuform masks very much. I'm a, more of a latex guy. Mm. And a lot of people prefer collecting latex masks more. I, I think I might have dust all over myself now. It's got baby powder all in it. <laughs> but yeah, no, this one was a fun one. It, it took a little while to make, but it was a very interesting design, you know, like this really flat or the uh, smooth surface, like cartoon character come to life in 3D. Yeah. It's interesting. And I think the guy that made the rendering, I'm pr I, I don't know for sure, but I think the guy that made the 3D rendering of this was the guy that makes the... the uh, the characters for Chief Keef. Oh, shit. Those, the, the Glow Gang, like, Sun and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure he was the one that made the renderings that I was working from. Because that's what Zach sent me, and that's... They were, they were good references. And yeah. there was also the life-size statue that he made that I was kind of referencing a little. And the, um... The other one that he made in plastic was a good paint reference. Because the guy that printed it and painted it painted it really well like mm. honestly i think he painted it better than i painted mine because the way i painted mine was all airbrush and mm. i i i mean i'm like i'm kind of better at airbrush than i am hand painting anyway 
but I like the look of the airbrush. It makes it look like those old like metal mascots from like like the the um, what is that shit called? The like the fat boy or the like um uh that like the burger chain with the like it's like got, it's got Man. that little boy and it's it's all it's always airbrushed. It's always like the burger chain. Uh it's like I'm drawing a blank right now. But there's uh there's some there's there's some jack mascot. in the box. Nah nah nah. Oh, fuck. I can't think about that. I can't think of the name right now. Funko. That was like their first figure Funko made. <sighs> I can't think of it right now. But whatever. All those old school like amusement park mascots and like the metal inserts and like Disney Disney's like uh like plastic shit or like the mcdonald's uh big statues that you see in there you know how they kind of look like airbrushed like i I want i was going for that robber the robber from mcdonald's right maybe it could be that one yeah hamburglar no No. but that there were some like that that were airbrushed that like i was going for that look you know like where it's kind of like soft on the edges and you could almost see a little bit of that bleed from the the colors you know yeah but yeah no this one I'm glad I did this project. It was a, a really interesting one. And not a lot of people get the opportunity to do work for FTP, so... Yeah. That was a cool one, you know? Um, was it a one-time thing, or your... Probably. I mean, I was... Uh, I don't know. I was thinking about asking him if he wanted, uh, like, the master copy so that he could maybe manufacture them, but I honestly didn't even talk to him about that yet, mm. but... I was thinking about hitting him up about that. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't cost the same as the one copy, but right. you know. Hmm. And well, I think to wrap it all up, I want to get your your favorite mask. Which hmm. which one is it? I think every time I make a new one, I feel like that one becomes my favorite. Like, I'm really enjoying the way that this one came out. Yeah, that one looks sick. I'm really happy with this one. Uh, this one was a commission as well for uh, a friend of mine. She's doing a music video, and she wanted a, a devil mask. So I, um, I made a couple of, like, or I made, like, a really small uh, clay sculpt of one with a, with a cyclops eye. And I said, hey, how do you feel about this, you know, like, as a cyclops mm-hmm. devil? And she was really receptive to it. So I said, okay, I'll do that. And then I went ahead and made the full-sized one and um, sculpted that for a while, spent a little... I I forget how long, maybe like a week and a half sculpting it or something like that. I took my time. Yeah. And uh, I sculpted the horns separately. Then those get glued in afterwards. Man, the detail on this one is phenomenal. No, yeah, you can see all the pore detail up close. Holy shit. Yeah, it's like, it's different when you see it in person, you know? And on the back, it's an elastic strap because it's not a full head mask. It's like, it's like three fourths. But uh, yeah, no, this one, I was really happy with the paint job on the teeth too, because it came out just like that nice translucency horns too yeah no yeah i I can see why this one's your favorite shit yeah it's like every it kind of happens every time i make a new one though it's like i i do a new one and i'm like oh this is my best work and then you know a month goes by i make another one i spend a while doing that and i'm like oh this is my best work like Hmm. every time Mm -hmm. without a doubt but sometimes it's not always like that sometimes i do them just 
for the for the practice of it, you know, right. like um you know, it's a it's a process, you know, you're not everything has to be the greatest thing you've ever made. Yeah. Like I I forgot where I heard that from, but uh some some artist was saying, you know, like it you you don't even have to make it be good. It doesn't even have to be good every time. Sometimes it's just you just make it just for the sake of art and for the love of it. Yeah. And, you know, if it comes out good, that's a plus sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. I hope everything comes out good, but usually that's not always the case. Yeah. You know. I mean, I mean, do you uh do you grade your work by hmm. by the way that you see it or the way that others see No, it? I think more the way I see it. Okay. Like if I can look at it and say like, "Oh shit, this looks like something somebody I look up to would have made." Mm-hmm. Then it, that's kind of like for me like justification. Like if I can look at my work and say like, "Oh, like you know, maybe such and such would like, you know, give me approval on this or something like mm-hmm. mentors, you know, it's like, it's a mental thing, Yeah. but it's like, it's like my own version of those people in my head and myself. That's like, <laughs> you did good kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like telling myself that like, Oh, like Rick Baker would like this one, but like, he probably wouldn't, he'd probably be like, Oh no, nah, it needs work. But like, <laughs> It's still just, like, I tell myself that to make myself, like, oh, yeah, you did good, kid. <laughs> Damn. You're really, like, a student of this shit. Like, you, yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's yeah, awesome. I collect a lot of books on it. I watch videos. I buy DVDs. Like, old old material is the best material sometimes, you know? Like, old print as well. I love buying old uh, magazines, like, uh, Cinefix yeah. or... You know, even, like, just old-school crummy monster kid ones, like, uh, you know, I can't even think of some of the names right now. I'm drawing a blank. Mm. But uh, I have, uh, you know, I have all kinds of print stuff I collect. Like, Film Threat is a, is a magazine from the 90s that I like. They still do digital stuff, but they're not, they're not like, in print anymore. I don't think so. Mm. Well... I think that this was a great episode. Honestly, I I got to know you in 30, 30 minutes. Hell yeah. Um, yeah I'm so glad. This is Corbin, Eric Corbin. Yeah. And um, I had a great time talking to him. Yeah, I had a great time talking too. I hope you guys yeah. enjoyed this episode. And, um, well, thank you. Yeah. Hell Peace. yeah. Peace. All right.